0: I'm live in the um, in the Middle East. Uh, it was a very very bad day yesterday. Um, here um, we had people on the tarmac. We had people at the Abbey Gate. Um, it became a little more personal um, for those of us on on the team. Um, and of course, we we lost 45. so many Americans um, and good Marines that. We're there, and I, I want I want you to separate the Marines from and all of our military from the leadership at the Pentagon and the leadership at the State Department and the White House. These guys were helping; they were taking taking children from people who were literally throwing them over trying to get them over razor wire and some of the babies were getting caught in it and died in it these guys have been amazing i cannot imagine the toll that has been taken on them bill o'reilly's coming up next The Middle East. This is the Glenbeck program. Yesterday, uh, they literally were welding the gates of the airport closed, not allowing anyone else uh, in uh, or out of the airport. They, uh ISIS or Taliban, to me, there is no difference between the two, were actually firing rockets uh, at the Italian Air Force as they were flying in and out. Uh, No rescue operations uh, have been attempted since the bombings yesterday. However, our team is repositioning and going into phase two. And there are many, many charities that are, we're all trying to work side by side with each other and they are doing remarkable work. Uh, We'll tell you a little bit more about that in just a few minutes. But first, we have to get the take. I assume we're going we're gonna to start with the biggest story of the week. Afghanistan and the President's speech with Bill O'Reilly next. Because it's Friday. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Glenn, you're a doctor. Well, damn it, Jim, I am. And you're thinking, a doctor above anyone else is qualified to talk to me about what I should be eating. And admit it, that's what you're thinking right now. And you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm a doctor. Not only can I tell you what you should eat, I should tell you what to eat and how to cook it. And that's on a Rectech. With smart grill technology, the Rectech ensures that your food gets even and consistent heating from the time you start it until the time you eat it. It's made from uh, solid stainless steel, so it's like you're cooking on a tank, Best of all, you can monitor the whole cooking process from an app on your phone or your device. So check out Rectech today. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot Follow Rectech on all their social media. Sign up for their newsletter. Get yummy recipes. That's a doctor term, man. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. All right. Mr. Bill O'Reilly joins us now. Hello, Bill. Bill, are you there? We lost Bill O'Reilly to a Beach Boys concert last night. Uh, I (laughs) think that's where he might still be. Uh, Do we have him on the phone?
1: Bill, are you there? I am here
2: and I am eagerly awaiting the conversation.
1: <laughs> now, can you hear okay, Glenn? I guess is Bill. the is the more important question. Glenn, you want to try? Uh, can you I hear me? I heard him.
2: Uh, you know, in the commercials and stuff like that. I heard him fine. Okay. On.
0: Okay. Well, I'm on now. Can you hear me, Bill? Can you hear me? Unfortunately, I can. Beck, um, <laughs> and you know, every time <laughs> you speak, my my eyebrows twitch. All right. All right. Yes, I can. All right. Okay. Um, bill o'reilly let's talk about what's happening Um, i'm here in the middle east and it was a extraordinarily bad day yesterday your take on afghanistan and the president's speech
2: okay so the interesting part of this story and i always try to find a seam that's not being reported because it's just numbing if you you're lucky you're in the middle east in, in a sense and by the way uh, the Nazarene Fund. Everybody listening should help it because it's doing a great work and all of Thank that. You. And um, you. you know, so we admire that and, uh, very much. Bill, I,
0: I know you don't want this said, but I, I said it on Monday. I found out um, uh, earlier this week that you made quite a large donation, and um, I'm very grateful. You're, you're, uh, you're a good man.
2: Thank you. Well, I appreciate that, and I expect a grill, Beck. I expect you to send me one of those grills that you're. But, uh, <laughs> is that the way charity
0: works with yeah. you i take back yeah, you're a very it. bad I gotta, yeah, a okay. little
2: just a little <laughs> drill. Um, okay All right. okay so if you watch american uh television and read the newspapers uh you, you see the same kind of stuff over and over again and <clears throat> we got it but here's really an interesting story so sky news which is not a conservative outfit it's based in britain uh, they are excoriating Joe Biden. I mean, personally, every way. They're killing him. And that's because um, Biden ignored Great Britain in this whole mm-hmm. run-up to the Afghan collapse. I mean, can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Great Britain has no. been our partner in the war on terror since 2001, and, I, and a good partner. And Biden didn't even give Johnson a courtesy call that this might happen, even though there are thousands of British citizens' subjects in Afghanistan. Now that what does that tell you? That tells you that Biden, again, isn't really in charge of this.
0: He doesn't know well, what's it, happening. May I ask you a question? Do you yeah. remember when you were a kid and you would always say, you know, you, you, you would avoid people on your mom and dad, you wouldn't ask them questions where you knew what the answer was going to be from them. So you just did it. And like, Oh, I didn't think about asking. Uh, I think that is also a possibility. He knew what the rest of the world would say. And that's why he didn't take even Boris Johnson's phone calls for 40 hours.
2: See, I disagree a little bit on that. Okay. Um, I don't think he knows. I don't think he's capable of that kind of analysis. Uh, I really don't. And, and if you look down on every decision he's made in seven months and the unintended consequences of those decisions, he's not a man who says, if I do this, if I do A, B will happen. He's not doing that. Um, he's there in the moment. And people speak to him, and he nods his head. And then 30 minutes later, he doesn't know what they told him. Because there's no way a president could be this bad, Beck. I mean, I don't care anymore about people who voted for Joe Biden. If you still think that was a good vote, then you're a destructive person. You don't respect or even admire your country at all. This is a catastrophe in the White House. This isn't the press trying to kneecap Donald Trump. Uh, This isn't ridiculous tweets back and forth. This is a genuine catastrophe where people are dying, not only in Afghanistan, but on the southern border.
0: So I I can't give Joe Biden um, uh, such a pass on this because it is his administration, too. You, where is anyone, where's Where's the Pentagon saying, come God, on, it, it, There's, we did not say, let's get rid of Bagram, there is no use. This is not our plan, this is his plan, and we're doing the best to execute a plan that we stood against. Where is Number anyone, one. where's Blinken from the State Department, which is responsible for
2: most Blinken. of what's happening on the ground? Blinking is blinking, okay? That's what he's doing. Now, listen, I'm not giving Biden a pass. I don't want anybody to think that. I'm just telling you the truth. He's a diminished person. He yeah. cannot make responsible decisions. And the word cannot is paramount. Okay, so your question so then- is, all right, he's, he can't do it anymore, but where's the people that are at high levels in the government surrounding him, why aren't they correcting him or because ringing the bell? One, How
0: many he, times did we hear about you know his cabinet was going to you know invoke back? the
2: twenty fifth amendment? Where are they? Don't they? Even know, they don't even know where the bell is. Okay, these aren't problem solvers. He didn't hire any problem solvers. Give me one cabinet person who solved any problem in this country in the last seven months or even offered a solution. He hires sycophants. Word of the day. Sycophants. And there are two people in the White House, Klain and, uh, what's her name, the Benghazi woman, okay? Uh, Susan Rice. Susan Rice. Those two people are calling the shots. Okay? Yes, I agree. And both of them are incompetent. So across the river in the Pentagon, you've got General Milley. Wow, this reminds me of US Grant and George Patton. General Milley? Who's filling out forms about LGBTs or something? I, don't, I mean this is a these are sycophants, these are people who will never go against any tide? But now so they're starting to snipe at. But there,
0: are you telling me there is no one left in a position of authority in any position in the government that won't come out and say, "I can't do this.
2: This is destroying the our, branch, our nation." That's what I'm <clears throat> in the executive branch. That's what I'm telling you. What about the military? Totally. What
0: about what? What about the military? Nobody in the Pentagon?
2: If they were to go against the commander-in-chief, they would be sacked. There's no due process in the military. They'll move you out in, in 30 seconds. So they are thinks- They shut up. Now, who, you have a total collapse of the executive branch in this country, which is why the Supreme Court every day, And I'm sure you notice this Mm -hmm. is saying, "Uh, no, you can't. You can't stop the uh, Remain in Mexico policy. Uh, No, you can't stop the eviction. Uh, No. Every day, the Supreme Court is going to Biden. No, you can't do that. Does anybody notice? No, because the corporate media doesn't report it. But let's get back to what's happening now in Afghanistan, because this is vital. So you've got a guy who screws everything up, it wouldn't have taken any, and I mean any, um, assets away from the United States to protect Bagram Air Force Base. None. None. Okay? Which is ten times larger than the Kabul airport, which has one runway. One. Okay, so Bagram, and I was there, all right, is huge. You don't just abandon it no one does that but right. biden did it because somebody okay. told him okay. to do it
0: all right so so wait so wait so let me again go back we had we had pentagon officials who have disagreed with george w bush who have disagreed with uh donald trump and they all came out at, on the on the littlest things and said you can't do these things where where is anyone on the side of the country and the constitution that has the balls to come out and say this is this is what's really going on he is lying to you and we're destroying ourselves our military our image our our entire country is going down in flames i don't care if i'm fired i don't care i cannot be a
2: part of it where are they well, when you when you choose sycophants to work at the highest levels of your administration, those aren't courageous people back. If you're kissing somebody's butt 24/7, you are not a person of courage. Okay? Have
0: you seen the Pentagon? Have you seen the size of the parking lot
2: of the Pentagon? There's yeah. no one you're- there? No one? No one at this point. Now, you're going to start to see people undercut Biden because the winds have changed. That will happen. But it'll all be anonymous sources. You know how it goes. But the most important thing for all people listening to us today is that Biden and, and uh, his McLean and uh, Rice, they put together the staff, the administration. They chose who was going to be in charge. Of the Pentagon, of the Treasury, of the Department of State, Anthony Blinken, are you Blinken kidding me? I'd, I'd rather have my 19-year-old son be Secretary of State. I mean, at least the kid grasps the issues. All Blinken does is go, "What do you want me to do? What do you want me to say?" I mean, he's not Pompeo, and I know this to be true. Pompeo, former CIA chief. Went in to Trump on a number of occasions. Says no, you can't do that. No, that's not going to work. Blinken's never going to do that. Now he's going to go. He's done. By the way, you'll see it in the next two or three weeks, because Biden's going to have to offer up some sacrificial people. But it's too late. And this is the good news. There is good news in the story, Beck.
0: Okay, it's give me sixty seconds, and we'll come back with Bill O'Reilly and good news. What distinguishes a truly great real estate agent from merely an adequate one or worse, a bad one? Well, here's one tip, and this is an easy one. If your real estate agent's like, hi, this is my first house and uh, just uh, trust me, we're going to get this all taken care of. That would be a very bad one. Don't just take your biggest investment in your life and hand it over to somebody who isn't the very best. That's where realestateagentsitrust.com comes in. If you are moving across town, across the street, or across the country, we can find the right real estate agent to sell your house and to buy your new house. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. You just tell us where you're moving uh, from or where you're buying, and we'll find the best real estate agent in that area. realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds station ID.
1: <laughs>
0: Bill O'Reilly from BillO'Reilly.com. Um, Bill, give me the good news out of this.
2: Okay, the good news is Biden's done. All right, even though he's going to be there physically in the White House. All right, he's finished. His credibility is shot. He's not coming back. Doesn't have the energy to come back or the creativity to come back or the vision to come back. There's a headline in The Guardian, which is a British publication, which is a piece of garbage. Um, You know, that it's the same like the Daily Mail, The Guardian. All of this just throw it in the garbage. It's just awful. Here's the headline. Biden is facing his biggest crisis yet, and he will survive. No, he won't okay because even the dimmest american even the the person who never pays attention who doesn't know anything has heard about the 13 us military dead yesterday everybody has heard about that okay and they all know it did not have to happen that's the key that's the headline Their deaths were avoidable, because from the beginning of this incredible um, screw-up in Afghanistan, the administration under Joe Biden has not done one thing that has worked. Keep that in mind. Nothing has worked, because they didn't plan it. There wasn't anybody in charge who really knew the country. And so when you have that level of incompetence, you're going to go down. Now, every American knows that. And the ones that do pay slight attention know the border is a catastrophe. They know the woke culture is a catastrophe. They know the progressive left, the socialists are a catastrophe. And you add it up. And what has the man done well? Can you give me one thing, Beck? No, I Biden has Uh, done that has helped this country. He's probably done well sleeping. Sleeping, sleeping. He has done nothing good for the country in seven months. And we have two catastrophes, the border and Afghanistan. And more to come, by the way. More to come. Because now all of our enemies know that he is incapable of running the country. And they have an opportunity, a window of opportunity, to do whatever evil things they want to do. Because of him. So let's then get into the real question. What the deuce are you going to do about the terrorists who killed the 13 million, the 13, I'm sorry, uh, military in Afghanistan? What are you going to well, do? Well,
0: he says, he says he's going to hunt them down, but we don't have hunt any them sources back. on the ground.
1: We don't have any sources.
0: That's on the, right. We don't have hunt anyone
2: I, that will help us. Yeah, well, I think Susan Rice ought to be dropped in there, okay, in a little parachute, and let her hunt them down. Hunt them down? Okay, here's what you do. You ready for what you do, Beck? Mm-hmm. Are you ready. There I'm are ready. 20 Taliban leaders, 20. Some of them were in Guantanamo, but because Obama wanted them all released, they were.
0: I mean, uh, you he made a trade. He made a trade for he made a trade for the
2: worst four. Okay, right. Okay, so there are twenty of them. And US Intel knows pretty much where they live, where they are. So all of them die. All of them. Not now, you're still pulling people out of there. All right. You've got to get them all as many as you can out. He, between he's now still and the saying that this is
0: year. He's still saying this is ISIS. He's not going to say
2: that the, look, we'll, he's we'll defending the ISIS Taliban. Late. Beck, the Taliban let more than a thousand hardcore ISIS prisoners out. I know when they I seized Baghram. Okay, I know so this, this reporting by CNN going. You know the Taliban don't really like ISIS. They're at odds. Bull crap. Yeah. It's just garbage. It's just a lie. They we pulled out of Bagram, big prison, all the worst of the worst were there. That's where they were. The worst of the worst were in Bagram, okay? We pull out the next day, all the worst of the worst are, you know, facing Mecca, going, hey, I'm free, who can I kill? Who can I kill? But anyway, you start with the Taliban leadership because they're the reason that the military are dead. Yeah, right, I but they're not, not
0: going to do it. They're not going to do it.
2: I don't even think that Biden knows who the 20 guys are. Yeah, and if you I told him, he you. wouldn't be able to remember them a half an hour later. That's my point. That's how bad this is. That's how, in, that's how much in jeopardy all Americans are. Got a guy in charge right. who doesn't know.
0: Go ahead. Back in a second with Bill O'Reilly from uh, BillO'Reilly.com. If you haven't read his new book, you need to. It's called Killing the Mob. I think it's still number eight on the New York Times best, list, best uh, seller list. Been out for a long time. Uh, Killing the Mob by Bill O'Reilly. You can find it at BillO'Reilly.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing NMLS one eight two three three four www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I want to talk to you about American Financing. If you're a homeowner and fiscally responsible, you probably spend a fair amount of time looking for ways to lower your monthly costs. And that undoubtedly means like not spending beyond your means. But some of it might uh, look like lowering your interest rate on things like your mortgage or your credit card debt. The best way I know how to find out what your savings could be is to call American Financing. Who knows how much money you could be saving right now that you're not? Maybe $100, $300, $500 a month, maybe even $1,000 a month. American Financing, they're not here to help the bank out. They're here to help you. They work for you, not the banks. Let their consultants do a free mortgage review for you today see what you might be missing out on. No upfront or hidden fees. Just the best possible customer service from a group of people who love nothing more than see people like you succeed. American Financing. Americanfinancing.net. Americanfinancing.net 800 906
1: 2440 Head over to blazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. To save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. We have more with Bill O'Reilly. Next.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program with Bill O'Reilly. You can catch the No Spin uh, news every day with Bill O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. I urge you to subscribe. Um, I urge you to subscribe to anyone that you are listening to, that you trust. We all need to work together, and we all need support, or they'll pick us off one by one. Bill O'Reilly is joining us. I want to play two pieces of audio from the speech last night. The first one really doesn't need a comment, um, but this proves Bill O'Reilly right when he says he's not even there enough to understand. Listen to this.
2: If Osama bin Laden, as well as al-Qaeda, had chosen Mm -hmm. to launch an attack when they left Saudi Arabia out of Yemen, would we have ever gone to Afghanistan, even though the Taliban completely controlled Afghanistan at the time. Would we have ever gone? I know it's not fair to ask you questions, it's rhetorical, but raise your hand if you think we should have gone.
0: (laughs) I know it's not fair to ask you, and it's rhetorical, but raise your hand. Uh, first of all, you can't relitigate the past, and that's all that the uh, progressives seem to do. Here's my question for Bill O'Reilly. Bill, he says this almost every time, and I know that the president is given a list, but I have heard from last night, and I'd like confirmation on this, that all of the uh, questions were submitted prior to in writing. Um, can you tell me, is this just a bad habit, or is there more to when— When uh, Joe Biden says things like this.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, I gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell of NBC. Bill? Uh, The Biden administration always asks for the questions in advance. I don't know the compliance level of that. I give Biden credit for giving Fox News a question yesterday. Um, You know, I'm sure they did that to forestall any criticism that he wasn't going to take any tough questions. But it doesn't really matter anymore, Beck, does it? Uh, The White House press corps doesn't matter anymore. Corporate media doesn't really matter. And I was happy to see you um, tout that if people are listening to us now, you're really being deceived by the corporate media. And if you're still going to um, consume it, then that's on you. Because they're not going to tell you the truth. Um, Beck, uh, we got you booked on the Spin News on Monday. I don't know whether you'll be back or not. You know, we want you to be safe, first of all. But if you are back, we're going to talk about the Nazarene Fund and what, why you did what you did. Uh, and then we'll get into Afghanistan, of course. And, be, and be, um, it'll be a large part of the Spin News on Monday. But I'll tell you, the corporate media would never put Glenn back on the air. And that includes Fox News. Okay. Uh, well, I was, on with, I, was,
0: I, I was on with talk, uh, Tucker Carlson last night, but I think that's more of a, a personal thing. I'm never invited anywhere else uh, on Fox right, News. Let right. me ask you and I'm this. Glad,
2: I'm glad you were. I missed it, um, yeah. but I'm glad you were. But my point of the matter is that they don't, they being the corporate media, and extends throughout all you see on television. They're not interested in the truth anymore. They're not interested yeah. in it. So now the dilemma that they have, and why, how Americans are being deceived once again, is so that all of these people, all of them, every single one, with the exception of F, N, C, endorsed Biden and did more than endorse him. They lied about Trump. They lied about uh, January sixth. They lied about Russian collusion. They lied about Ukraine. They lied and, lied and lied and lied and lied and lied. And now they're stuck with the guy that they put up as the champion to bring America back, build back better. Okay? And, and this guy obviously is screwing things up to the extent that people are dying. Okay? So, so in, when Trump was president, nobody was dying. But now Biden's president and people are dying all over the place. And okay, so, I'm, so
0: go ahead. Bill, I want to ask you this. Go back to January and um, you won the presidency. How would you have handled the Afghan situation with the deal that Trump
2: had in place? What would All you right, have ex- done? Excellent if you were president? question. Excellent question. Um, and I talked to Trump about this, um, and that's going to be one of the highlights of the O'Reilly Trump History Tour, which is uh, underway in December. Want everybody to check that out on BillO'Reilly.com, because we're going to get answers to questions that nobody has even asked Donald Trump. But when you uh, take over a the uh, country as Biden did in January, you have to bring fresh eyes to everything. That's number one. So it doesn't really matter what your predecessor did. But the second that Biden got in, because the progressives hated Trump so much, he issued 1717 executive orders overturning Trump stuff. The second he got in, okay? And most of those executive orders have been disastrous. That border is the best example, but at the pipeline shutdown, all of that yeah. just follows. So in Afghanistan... You have a situation where um, the United States went in there to get al-Qaeda, to destroy al-Qaeda, which it did. We did. We destroyed it. And I'll remind everybody once again that the only cabinet member that was against the bin Laden raid in Pakistan was Joe Biden. The only one. Okay. So then we decided, foolishly, to try to take on a medieval society steeped in Sharia law and turn it into california okay that 's pretty much what we we said we well, 're going to do this they 'll all be uh, listening to the Beach Boys when we get through with them. okay It was foolish, and everybody has pointed out history has never changed, and the country will never change. It is a tribal nation that is fundamentally Islamic, and they're not going to change. No matter what you do, no matter how much you give them, the majority of people like being fundamentalists and like living in the Middle Ages. That's the truth. So we spent all this money, a trillion dollars, over a 20-year period, to try to do that. Didn't work. We Had to get out. Trump was enraged because he goes, why are we spending all this money? We're getting nothing out of it. And that's how Trump thinks. He's a business guy. So he, he mm-hmm. but... What Trump did with the Taliban is just what I told you before the break. He said, if you screw around with us while we're trying to get out of there, we're going to kill you. You! Okay? So the Taliban go, oh, I really don't want to die tomorrow. And when I say kill you, drones are what is used to wipe these people off the face of the earth. And that's what I said. All Biden had to do was tell the 20 Taliban leaders, you screw around, and you're all dead. Might take a little while, but we'll get you. That's what Trump did. But the Taliban said, you know, Biden's not going to do that. He's not going to say that. And that's why we have what we have. So I do don't you know if you believe- getting out. I, and most Americans agree you with just- me and you, because I think yeah. you're in the same posture. You can't yep. stay there you know, ad infinitum. But you don't have to pull everyone out. You can have a stable force of 3,000 based in Bagram to make sure that atrocities don't occur. We're protecting human lives by doing that. Are we not? Yes. Biden, as you confident do as he is, would not even do that. Do
0: we have the audio from Canada, Um, one of the Canadian ministers, talking directly to the Taliban? If we have that, can we play that here?
2: I want to take this opportunity to speak to our brothers, the Taliban. We call on you to ensure the safe and secure passage of any individual in Afghanistan out of the country. We call on you. To immediately stop the violence, the genocide, the femicide, the destruction
1: of infrastructure, including heritage buildings.
0: Okay, we stop. call on you. The, she starts with our brothers, our brothers. the right, Taliban. Right. Do, do, yeah. do you think that um, that Biden? I'm pretty sure Rice thinks this way. That they actually think that these guys are. Kind of good guys,
2: honorable. No, I don't think that. I don't think so. you don't. No. Then
0: no. Then why think, are they saying that? Well, I was a Canadian. Uh, you know, well, no, book, you had Joe you Biden last night saying, you know, Joe Biden made the uh, Taliban into heroes.
2: They were the ones guarding oh, yeah. the gates." He's trying to. That's he's trying to kiss their. He's trying to kiss. He's trying to kiss their tushes so he can get as many people out. I understand. Is there any okay. any doubt in your mind that last
0: night, if Trump were president, if the same situation happened, our military would have had boots on the ground or drones would have been flying and we would have retaliated strongly immediately?
2: I'm not sure because I don't think it's mm-hmm. wise to launch military action when you're still trying to pull people out of there. But I don't as I said, don't I know the Taliban wouldn't have done this. Look, it's as simple as this. When you do an operation, you have to do the operation methodically. You got more than a thousand ISIS prisoners in Bagram. That has to be negotiated beforehand. Does it not? Does it not? You got a thousand guys there, they're all murderers. And you know, we gotta deal with them. But it wasn't dealt with. But right now Biden has and i I emphasize has to launch military action it's a matter of when he does it when you don't knee jerk and do it right away because that puts innocent civilians in danger and babies as you were talking about uh, beginning of the program but you have to punish them you have to now will he do that can he retain that thought I'm expecting that there will be some military action back. Because now the Biden administration is on the verge of collapse. The Biden administration and Afghanistan have something in common. They're both collapsing. So Biden's gonna have to do something, have to dramatic to tell the American people, Oh no, I'm not gonna sit by and watch this happen. So expect that in the next two weeks or so. Mm.
0: All right, Bill O'Reilly, thirty seconds. What do you want to uh, What do you want to pitch?
2: Well, I want you to come on Monday and and let me know uh, if you can't, because I think that's an important conversation on the No Spin News Monday. Glenn Beck, Bill O'Reilly. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of things that directly impact Americans' lives. Number one. Number two, the thank you for mentioning killing the mob. Number eight, last Sunday, it's incredible. And if you need a good end of the summer, you're on the beach. You know, killing the mob, you don't get better. And number three, please, everyone, please pray for your country. We are in a very Uh, bad place right now.
0: We're in a very, very bad place. Bill O'Reilly, thank you. And I think I'll have some breaking news on uh, Monday as, uh, as well. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you again. Stay safe. Back in a minute. You know, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean people aren't out to get you. What? I'm just saying. Isn't that how the old saying goes? Unfortunately, it's not entirely untrue. Cyber criminals are there to get you. They are. It's important to understand how cyber crime and identity theft are affecting our lives. And every day we put our information at risk on the Internet. And that's what the cyber criminals are counting on. Protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock will detect a wide range of identity threats, and they'll work with you to fix the problems if your data ends up getting compromised because nobody can stop everything. It's an onslaught. Protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with the promo code BACK 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BACK for 25% off.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program. I'm here in the Middle East in um, a country that has asked us not to tell you um, that they are involved in the rescue. I hope someday they will change their mind on this because they have been truly remarkable uh, at what they've done. They have led the way, and the humanitarian um, attitude from this country is truly, truly remarkable, Uh, and no problem with Christians or anything else. And I pray that they will change their mind and let you know, but they they don't want to right now um, because um, of the situation over here. Uh, they think things are going to get much, much, much more dangerous because of what is happening uh, overseas. Stu, I'm not getting a chance to watch any television that I understand <laughs> at all. Um, I had to listen to the president's speech last night, um, and uh, you know, I, I, I don't know any of the other coverage, and I keep, I keep reading about Nancy Pelosi Is is, are the are the American people seeing Nancy Pelosi now uh,
1: completely out of touch Do the the Democrats look as bad as I think they do? (laughs) Yes. In fact, I I find listening to Pelosi and Biden, I understand it as much as you do watching television in another (laughs) language. Uh, I I watched a chef. I watched
0: a chef at like three o'clock in the morning uh <laughs> making food i didn't even recognize and everything was in arabic and uh, all i know it's a cup of something it's a, a half of something mm. and a quarter of something else plus a lot of other ingredients
1: what and more I do you need to know no really what than that i was even watching it yeah <laughs> uh yeah nancy <laughs> pelosi came out yesterday as all of this was going on and wanted to make sure we were talking about equal pay for women that was her uh, big her big contribution. Yeah,
0: yesterday was the the big uh, day for you know celebrate women and you know women's rights or whatever it was, and I thought you're not talking about the
1: women that are dying now in Afghanistan. Yeah,
0: you you. you it's incredible. It's, you have
1: here's a person uh, talking about ignoring basically that all, the women uh, that in our that are in Afghanistan as she's talking about women's rights and also speaking as the Speaker of the House. The third in line to the presidency of the United States as a woman who is behind the second in line for the presidency, who is also a woman. It seems to me, though, that if they don't talk about things, then it just kind of
0: goes away. That's what they did with Hunter Biden. That's what they do with everything now. They just don't address it and then nobody talks about it.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.